You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. If this is your first time listening, I am your host, Isaac Watson. And I just want to say, wow. I mean, we have this is episode 50. And, uh, you know, we've began this journey with Church Talk with Isaac back in January. And from January until now, it is it has only gotten better and better. Um, you all have have shown out. You all have supported. You've shared. Um, uh, many people are watching this this podcast from uh, just not within the United States, but people are watching from all around listening. Rather, people are listening from all around the world. So uh, thank you all so very much for your support. It means a lot to me. We are approaching a year of Church Talk with Isaac. You all are you all are approaching a year of hearing my voice. Now, for some of y'all, that may be annoying. <laughs> for others of y'all, you may love it. Um, but for me, I am appreciative. So thank you so very much for that. Do me a favor. If you have not, take time right now and uh, rate Church Talk with Isaac if you are an Apple uh, listener. If you're, if you're listening from an iPhone, from an iPad, from a MacBook, um, go ahead and rate Church Talk with Isaac, uh, again, if you have not. And, and I would love for you to leave a review. Uh, just say some words about how, throughout the course of this year, Church Talk with Isaac have, has impacted you, have, um, have spoken to you, has uh, uh, maybe, maybe challenged you or giving you different uh, perspectives or giving you a different light on certain things. Just take a moment to do that now. I appreciate it. Um, what you do when you when you rate it as well as write a review, what, what you're doing is you're actually making this platform more visible for people who are looking for platforms like this to listen to, looking for content like this to listen to. Uh, also, go ahead and share. If you have not shared Church Talk with Isaac, send it to someone. Send it to through a text message. Uh, post it on social media. Uh, 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 post it uh, on on maybe Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and uh, just allow people to um, to to uh, to become more aware of this particular platform, so that they can get uh, um, the same value that you get from it as well. So again, thank you all so very much. I appreciate it. Listen, let's go ahead and let's jump into today's topic. All right. Um, Again, this is episode 50. Uh, Last week, I released an episode uh, where we were dealing with uh, how pretty much dealing with uh, (laughs) overcoming frustration with the people that you lead. And, um, you know, I, 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 I talked very briefly on that. Um, and, uh, I, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from it, but I wanted to actually take this episode today and I wanted to address, uh, one of the, um, feedbacks that I received and, uh, uh, ac- actually this is going to be like a part two to last week's episode. And I, you know, someone, someone, uh, uh sent me a message and they pretty much was just saying how they really enjoyed last week's episode and uh they wanted to hear my thoughts about <laughs> the 30 
And of course, if you if you listen, I encourage you go back and listen to last uh, week's episode. If you have not, I talked about the 30 fold, the 60 fold, the 100 fold um, and how these are people uh, who are all consisted of good ground, but they're only able to produce at a certain level. The 30, the 60, the 100 is not a matter of effort. It's a matter of capacity. So we began to deal with that. And um, and this individual sent me a message and she wanted to hear my thoughts about the people that are that are producing or that may have a 30 fold capacity, but they think that they're 100 fold capacity. And and even though they think they're 100 fold capacity, they only are able to produce on a 30 fold level on a good day. And 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 then and then uh, the listener said that these people are people while at the same time they get mad at you when you gently tell them that they only have a 30 fold capacity uh, after you've given them every opportunity to produce a hundred fold. And um, they wanted to hear my thoughts on this and and on these types of people and these types of scenarios. So that's what I'm going to do. For the next few minutes, I want to address this because I actually think that it is a good question. All right. So what I actually want to do is I want to um, go to scripture. All right. I want to look at Exodus chapter 18 verses 21 and 22. All right. And it says, moreover, you shall select from all the people able men such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness and place such over them to be rulers of thousands rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens, and let them judge the people at all times. Then it will be that every great matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they themselves shall judge. So it will be easier for you, for they will bear the burden with you. All right, listen, I think that um, this example in Exodus with Jethro actually speaking to Moses. And I encourage you to go back and read the story. It's very interesting. Moses was in a place where he was handling all of the matters uh, of Israel. And and I'm talking thousands of people, thousands upon thousands of people. And he, every single day from sunup to sundown, he was having each one come before him one at a time, one by one, hearing their matters. They wanted to hear what God was saying. They wanted they wanted him to weigh in in their family issues and various issues. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, pretty much told him, hey, if you keep doing this, you're going to end up killing yourself. You cannot bear this on your own. It's best for you to select men, men for you to pray and for you to seek God about people that you can actually put over um the whole nation in these categories, rulers over thousands, rulers over hundreds, rulers over fifties, and rulers over tens. What Moses, excuse me, what Jethro was telling Moses to do was to select men that can help bear the load so that he will not wear himself out. He was telling him to select men and, and the rulers over thousands, rulers over hundreds, rulers over fifties, and rulers over tens. Again, it's the same concept as the good ground, the 30, the 60, the 100. It's not a matter of thousands being better than hundreds or that being better than fifties or tens. It is about a matter of capacity. When people are wanting to operate at a different capacity than what they may actually have the capacity for, what they are actually doing is becoming a part of the burden because the same load that 
as an example, Moses was not able to carry because he was wearing himself out. When people try to operate at another capacity that they do not have the capacity for, they are taking on just not um, a Moses's load in that example, but they are carrying a burden that is actually too heavy for them to bear. And they will find themselves hurting themselves instead of helping the team. So I believe that one of the things that we have to do when people are wanting to operate at a different capacity than what they may actually have the ability for, they may actually have the capacity for, I believe one of the things that we have to begin to do is, is, is for one, uh, Moses had to be very discerning about who he placed over what. He couldn't place somebody who only had a capacity uh, um, over tens and try to place them over thousands. So one of the things as leaders that we have to make sure that we're doing is taking our time when we are selecting people to handle certain jobs, handle certain responsibilities, when they are given particular tasks to carry out. Because what begins to happen when you give someone something that they may not necessarily be built for or they may not have the, the, the ability to carry out fully or, or, or to carry out to your, um, um, you know, as, as far as what you desire to see. What we do is we build false expectation and false hope in people and we make them believe that they are actually able to do something that they are not able to do. So one of the things, first thing that we have to be able to do is have discernment and making sure that we're not selecting 30-fold people or we're not selecting captains over, over hundreds and, 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 and putting them over thousands or giving them 100-fold um, um, expectations. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I believe that we have to do um, as leaders one another thing we have to do is for the for the 30 fold people again the 30 fold is not a lesser value all right it just speaks of capacity it's not a, it's, it doesn't speak of lesser wor less worth it just speaks of capacity so what we have to be able to do is we have to give people the courage wherever they are serving whatever they are doing we have to give them the confidence that they can thrive in the 30-fold. We have to give them confidence that they can thrive in the 60-fold. Give them confidence that they can thrive in the 100-fold. Give them confidence over the 10s, over the 50s. Give them confidence that wherever they have been set, whatever capacity that they may have, that they are the best person for that job and that, and, and, and that they have the grace and the ability to thrive in that sphere. When you do that, what, what you're actually doing is you are, you, are, you, are, you are honoring their position. And that's something that's very important. As a leader, you have to see the value in what they do. You have to honor their position if you are expecting them to honor their position. If they do not honor their position, then they will begin to lust after other people's position. If they don't see the value in what they are doing and what they are producing, then they're going to they're going to want as a 60 fold person. They're going to want what seems more glorious, what seems more visible, what seems 
a, a more beneficial they're gonna they're gonna want that hundredfold because they don't understand that the, that that the sixty is just as valuable as the hundred. So you have to you have to begin to place value on their position. You have to honor their position, and you have to see the value in what they do. All right. Something else that we have to understand when we are dealing with this topic is that oftentimes when people are, are uh, you know, they want to give you a hard time because they may not be producing on a level that may be satisfactory to the to the to, to the business, to the ministry, um, the corporation, whatever it may be. Um, a lot of times, to be quite honest, it's because people want to. Let me see. How can I say this? People have to be able to identify what they're comfortable in doing versus where they bring the most value in what they do. Let me see. Can I say that a different way? No, I think I said that. Okay. People have to be able to identify whether or not what they, whether or not what they want to do, is it because that's what they're comfortable in doing because they've always done it? And is their comfortability stopping them from their productivity? So oftentimes they don't understand. Some people may not understand that. Look, stick with the stick with the 60 fold, stick with the 30 fold, because this is where you are most productive. You may you you may feel like you're more comfortable doing something, something different. Maybe, maybe you've done something else your entire life or maybe, you know, people always put you in a particular category or a particular box and you've always been able to produce in that. And it may not have necessarily even always been the best but it's just something that 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 you've always done and 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 maybe you have leaders now who are actually able to see hey look even though you may have been doing this for x amount of years i actually think that you'll be more productive if you put your energies in this direction and now what that's going to do is, is challenge their, their comfort zone. It's going to challenge their level of comfortability because they have to become um, an expert at something new or an expert at something that they were not doing before. So I believe I believe that that's something that they have to look at where you're comfortable versus versus where you, uh, uh, you know, where you bring more value. All right. Um, let me see. Something else, and probably the last thing I want to cover, the last thing I probably want to cover is um, when we're dealing with capacities of productivity, we are, we are also dealing with varying scales or varying levels of responsibility. And people oftentimes when they say they want more responsibility, now this is something honestly that leaders have to be able to do because it's not always easy. Sometimes you can't you can't try you can't honestly tell them gently. Sometimes you have to be forthright and upfront and just not do it. I mean, I'm I'm not talking about just hurting people's feelings and telling them, hey, you know, you you ain't built for this. I am literally talking about showing them what they're able to produce. Cause sometimes as leaders, we can be we can be too nice, to be quite honest. And sometimes what what that can do is it can hinder the productivity and the progress of whatever it is that you're trying to build. Sometimes the greatest approach that you can take is a direct approach. And and sometimes that will entail 
um, you having a direct conversation with someone, having a candid conversation with someone, laying out the facts of what was given, laying out the facts of what was produced, showing them um, um, the difference between, you know, the, the difference in what was given and what was produced and revealing unto them that this is something that is a pattern which actually shows a level of capacity. So I think that's one thing. Another thing is this, and I, I said the last thing was the last thing, but this just came to mind, and I, and I think this is important. I think, I believe that when, when we are building, whatever it is that we're building, a church organization, a, a business, an enterprise, a corporation, whatever it may be, I think that it's also important that when people are given positions, because sometimes, especially when you're first getting off the ground, sometimes you don't you don't you don't have the um, you, you don't necessarily have um, all of the skill that's needed to complete a job. So the people that are there, um, well, maybe not yes, skill and also expertise. All right. So the people that are there uh, many times. You have many people doing many different things because people got to get in where they fit in to get things rolling. So you got to kind of use who you have until the people with the expertise um, start coming in and then you can start placing people where they fit. All right. So I understand that. With that in mind, one of the things that we have to, to, to make sure that we do when we are in the building process, particularly in the early process of building, is we have to make sure that people understand that their positions are not permanent. People have to do people have to understand that because when they haven't when they when people believe that the position was made for them, then they will treat that position as if no one else can have it that they can never be, um, um, that position can never be taken from them or they can never be repositioned to do something else without getting offended. But when you, when you carry out that vision and people have an understanding that, look, although you were in this position because of necessity, because of need, now that there are um, things that, and it may not even be something that they may have even enjoyed. They may have just been doing it because they knew that there was a need that needed to be filled in. All right. But, but maybe they grown custom to it. All right. But they have to understand, people have to understand that, um, that you may not be in this position always. As a matter of fact, you may be able out as a matter of fact, I want you to look forward to moving around because as an organization, as a corporation, as a church, particularly as a church, our purpose is to get you in purpose. So with that being said, you have to be OK with changes. You have to be OK with being moved around and you have to be OK with being a team player. And that may mean. That you cannot now, although you were handling a hundredfold issues, problems, concerns you were dealing with, 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 um, with, with the companies of hundreds, I'm going to have to bring you to the companies of fifties. I'm going to have to bring you to the companies of 10 because this is something that's more manageable for you. And now we can move people in that, that the companies of hundreds, the companies of thousands, it's more manageable for them. All right. So I think that when people have an understanding and when they're with you and they have an understanding of, of the vision of where you're going, what you're trying to do, 
even if it hurts them, even if they, you know, um, may not understand it, if they trust you, if they trust your vision, they will also trust the process. All right. Listen, I hope that this episode was a blessing to you. I hope that this is something that brought clarity, especially if you are a leader of an organization of any type. Uh, hopefully this is something that brought light to you. So listen, I love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us on this 50th episode of Church Talk with Isaac. Listen, I love y'all. I pray y'all have a great week. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.